We want better schools. We want them now. Stand in our way, and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an hour or more of talk on education and culture. With him. Welcome to the That's A Black Hands Podcast. You hear uh, C Straight in the background talking his shit because he don't know how to be quiet while I introduce the show. But it's all good though because my energy level is high, 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 high tonight. Anyway, we got yes, before uh, be- <laughs> before we uh, before we do our wellness check in. We got a guest tonight. We got a special guest tonight. We got uh, Mrs. Akia in the house tonight. Unbought, unbossed, and unafraid. Hey, Ray, uh, said, Ray said, I ain't trying to say the whole name. Like, I, no, I, no. Like, he, he was and he was like, Zakia, nah. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Sankira Jabbar. Come on, man. I'm teasing, man. I, pronou- I pronounce my kids' names right, man. That's important to me. <laughs> you know, because hey, they hey, they call me Ankrum and all kind of shit when I was in school to infuriate me. But anyway, uh, former national field organizer at Dignity in Schools campaign, uh, former director of strategy and development at ABEN, a black education network, co-founder and board member at Racial Justice Now. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about all that stuff in the past. I care about what she's doing right now. <laughs> National Director of Activism for Bright Bean, our, mm. our, our, uh, our sponsor. So, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Chris. Welcome to the, to the show. How you doing, sis? How you doing? Shining the light. Man, I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be here with my brothers tonight. I, I love the uh, podcast. i actually been a fan. Actually, before I even joined Bright Beam, I've been listening to y'all, listening to y'all for a minute. It's great commentary. Um, you know, of course, Chris is my boss, so I can't name any favorites on here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah no I'm I'm happy to be here with you all looking forward to discussing this really important um topic cuz I mm-hmm. I've been I've been going in the last couple of days on this topic so I'm ready to get into it with you. Yes. All right so we do our wellness check. Well actually I don't even want to call it a wellness check cuz last time we did a wellness check we had to send out a tweet the next day to make sure that the big homie was all right. But anyways um uh, Cole, how you doing? everybody, <laughs> man, and uh, looking forward to having a good conversation. And I'm so so excited that we got Zakia tonight. So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to a good talk. Yes. All right, uh, Reef, how you doing, sir? Good, doing well. It's good to see you all. And I'm, you know, been a big fan of Zakia's for a really long time. And I do care what you did before because all of that is important for what you're doing now. So, um, yeah, good stuff. Whatever, Reef. Uh, uh, C straight. First, first off, before you even tell people, giving people the wellness check, tell people what C straight means. I'm just, I'm just trying to help people see straight. <laughs> MCC some, some y'all straight. So crooked. Some of y'all so crooked right now. Half y'all crooked. Watching this, you don't want to admit it, but half of y'all crooked. I'm just trying to help wow. you see straight. That's all. That's all. You know, I'm doing a service. I'm doing a service. Straightening well, your asses out. Mm-hmm. Thank you for yep. your service, sir. Hey, in yep. the audience, one to ten, let us know how you're feeling tonight. I hope everybody's on a ten. If everybody's not on a ten, we'll, we'll still check in though, because we wanna we wanna make sure that everybody's doing all right. Yes, yes, and your son is trolling you. Just FYI, I just <laughs> always, <laughs> always. Hey, I want to send love. I, I raised it. 
my guy right there, Josh. I, I'm a big fan, brothers. Thank you. I'm glad you're joining tonight. He raised him right. Question everything. Challenge everybody. That's that's good parenting, to, as far as I'm concerned. That's my good point. Stuff. That's my point. I, I I raise free people. I raise free people. I don't raise slaves. I raise free people. So that Jesus you. Christ. Yeah, troll right. me if you got to. Listen, I, I get the same flack from my from my kids, so I, I understand. Reef, you got. 20 kids. And they all give me hell. And they all give me hell. And when we was on that dad show the other day, and and we had to take 10 minutes in order for you to name (laughs) (laughs) Two two hands, right? I'm like, uh... What's your name again, boy? Come over here. Tell me your name. Hurry up. I got a show. I got to tell you. He was like an episode of Roots. He felt like an episode of Roots. He was naming them. He's like... And then there's... Yes. And he's just going down. Miniseries. Hey, folks, real quick. Before we get into this show, because it's going to be a live show and we're going over, just so you know, I already know we're going over. We got some big mobs on here. And so um, please share this stream with a message uh, that tells folks uh, that they should listen. Uh, Your efforts are greatly appreciated. We appreciate Mm -hmm. y'all coming to rock with us. All right. So um, uh, first topic, um, the contract with Black America. So let me set the stage for this, right? Before we even pipe the video for this, right? So, contract with Black America, Ice Cube took took a lot of flack for this, right? But I'm willing to wager that he took the flack that he took because people don't read. What are y'all's thoughts? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Go ahead, Zakia. No, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just from the commentary that I've been seeing, you know, of course, social media, of course, you know, the mainstream media, people projecting like a mug on this brother. And 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 I appreciate Chris Cuomo because initially, as you if you all have been following Q, uh, he was supposed to appear earlier than he did and they canceled on it. Uh, so I appreciate Chris Cuomo coming back and allowing uh, Q to talk for himself. I can't say the same for MSDNC, right? Um, you know, they've had all kinds of people on projecting onto this brother saying all kinds of things, you know, about him working with Trump or running or explicitly being about Trump when he was very clear from the beginning. I also want to say that (laughs) I wish I could go back and find the screenshot, but I actually been following him for a minute and he announced his contract way back in July. And I remember Mm -hmm. I commented on his Instagram, if you need help on the education piece, hit me up. Of course, he get millions of comments. But I remember thinking to myself, you need a little help on the education, especially K through 12 piece. Right. So, you know, mm-hmm. I just I, I just think that the projection and 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 everything that's happening, there's a reason for that. Um, you know, there's certain people who realize that this brother has a huge following. People will listen to him. And that he's run off of the plantation and we have to get him straight. It's time for you to be quiet. We are telling black people to vote for Biden and we'll talk to you after the election. I don't agree. No other community does that. You get your promises up front. You don't tell us you're going to talk to us after the election. So that's how I feel about it. All right, Charles. All right. I'm queuing up the video right now. Um, it just takes a second, but here, here's here's what he said on the uh, on Chris Cuomo, and then if y'all can't hear it, let me know, okay? Um, contract with Black America. That's what I did. I'm not playing no more of these games. 
these political games. We're not part of a team. We have very broad problems, especially the wealth gap in this country when it comes to black Americans. So I'm going to whoever's in power and I'm going to speak to them about our problems specifically. I'm not going there talking about minorities. I'm not going there talking about people of color or diversity or none of that stuff. I'm going there for black Americans, the ones who are the descendants of slaves. And that's what I'm going to talk to anybody who's in power with that. So if anybody got a problem with that, it seems like a personal problem. Yes, sir. Hey, so, so, so thanks for queuing that up, Charles. Uh, we're going, we're coming straight to you, bro. Yeah. well, yeah. Well, I was gonna say so. Let so everybody, let's just calm down real quick, okay? Because there's a lot of people calling him coon, sellout, or whatever. Okay, whether you agree with Ice Cube or not, I'm not even at that point. What I'm saying is, if there's anybody that deserves the benefit of the doubt for us to at least hear what he has to say first, it's Ice Cube, based off the fact that he's always stood on his principles. But let's just start off with some facts before we even get into the debate. Ice Cube did not create or write the Platinum Plan. Ice Cube sent his larger plan to both Republicans and to Democrats. And the Democrats said, we'll talk to you after the election. The Trump folks invited him in. And then that little white lady put that out there as if he was like on that team or doing it. What was in there that wasn't in this clip, but it was in this conversation was he said that I didn't write that. I've never met Donald Trump. I don't I don't trust or like any of them is what he actually said. What he said was, I want to go in. I want to negotiate on behalf of black people. So before we I and I haven't said whether I agree with what Cube said or disagree or whatever the case is. All I want us to, to do was have a critical thinking moment. I know who I'm voting for. I'm still voting for Biden personally. Right. But at the same time, I, I if one person has my respect off of always standing on their principles that he walked away from millions of dollars with N.W.A. He's always done this type of stuff. Ice Cube is the one person that I will at least listen to before jumping uh, to conclusions because before Twitter going to start tweeting. That's all. And I, I'll let y'all jump into the conversation. I just want us to lay out with facts first. Hey, Charles, you know you said the same thing about Jay-Z in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Brief, jump in here. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the about Jay-Z in the NFL, right? Like, and, and I did, though, right? But, like, there were things that actually came out of that and a lot of programs that Black people took a lot of bread from, right? So, because it quieted down, because that's not as sexy as people being enraged in the beginning of it, right? But now that all these other folks have gotten these programs off, they gave out a bunch of bread. I mean, we can talk about that, but I don't want to over-talk it because I know we got a guess. You already over talked it. All right, Reef. <laughs> Listen, you know, where to start? So one, one I, I think it's a matter of strategy, right? Like that's what that's what I think ultimately. Like, you know, reading like his plan, like what he's put out there, like, you know, it's, it's hard to say like, oh no, this is the wrong thing. I, th- I thought the education, as Zakia said, was like, you know, uh, little to non-existent. I think that is like, should be the foundational for anybody's plan. Um, but also just, just, you know, I just want us to be, you know, ensure that we are uh, using strategy, that we are, everybody talks about organizing and then they go do, you know, the wild card joy. You know what I mean? Like organizing means that you know, organizing and not, and just being more, you know, just a little cagier when we're talking about this, you know, the Joker that's in, in the White House, right? Like even if you didn't meet with them, just being aware of like how they will use situations. But I agree 100% with the whole idea of like, you know, uh, telling somebody, telling us as a community to, you know, fall back until after an election. Like what? Like fall back. <laughs> the other boy telling his people 
to stand by, right? And mm-hmm. and and Democrats telling telling uh, our community to fall back, like you know that that kind of stuff is like, nah, we ain't falling back. Like we should be making demands, you know, out loud, pervasive, consistently, um, all the way through, before and never stopping. Like that's the issue. Like never stopping. Like this shouldn't be this crescendo. Once the uh, you know we get to September, October, you know, uh, during election years, like nah, this should be an ongoing fight. Yeah. Uh, See straight. Man, it's hard for me because Ice Cube is just one of my favorites of all times. One of the smartest members of NWA when he broke. I stood in line for America's Most Wanted for that album for like for like four and a half hours. I stood in line like I was voting in Georgia or something. And right? then you'd be talking trash about people who right? stay in the line for Jordans. See, there you go. There you no, go. Yeah, I, I, listen, I was in, you know, I'm, I'm looking at people in Georgia standing in line to vote for four hours and making it a big deal. But, you know, I, I stood in line to get the first album copy that I could of, of uh, Ice, Ice Cube's debut album, which was worth it. It was intelligent in ways in which it had an analysis of the United States. And you you guys have to remember about Ice Cube. He's the one who warned everybody about Jerry Heller. He's the one who understands game. He he understands how to be be exploited and and what to do about it. And and, uh, that's one of his motifs. But I will say this much about this particular issue with him. It's hard for me. One, I love where Charles started with, start with the facts. We should have all these discussions. They should should be fact-based, right? So all the emotions and getting crazy and everything right away. Let's not do that. Let's just pull back off of that. He didn't write any plan. He put a plan out there and two people called him, one from red, one from blue. And uh, Team Red said, can we talk to you? They didn't say, can we work with you? They said, can we talk to you? They talked to him stole three or four bullet points and put out a tweet saying he was working with them basically, or gave the impression that he was working with them. That's how slimy one side is. The other side said to him, this all sounds really good. Let's come back to this after the election, which makes a little more sense to me, even though I think y'all are going to disagree, makes a little bit more sense to me because you don't go to a major political presidential campaign in the middle of summer before election day with a plan, right? Because that plan actually their plan that they've been working on has been crowdsourced multiple different ways for for a year or more. The one thing I'll say about Ice Cube and in this situation that is important to me is I always want to know who did you work with? I want to know who your team is. I want to see you standing like, like, like previous efforts when Farrakhan did Mil- million man March, he had Marion Barry <laughs> involved from the very beginning. He had my Angelo. He had like other big name people who weren't in his own realm and they stood together. They did the million man March. Right. They got that done. I know who he worked with. He worked with a lot of people. Right. Like and and, and that no, I'm talking about Cube. No, no. But this is my point. When Cube say I went to so and so and brought them and I brought a plan and I did this or whatnot on behalf of black people. Some people are going to have a sense of like, well, wait a second. When did I have any input into that plan? Right. Tavis Smiley had a thing with contract, you know, with our what was it called? The Covenant. Was it the covenant? The covenant. I think it, the, covenant, the, covenant yeah. the covenant. Lots of black voices. Everybody from Cornell West, you know, through a wide variety of people uh, like the NAACP heads and Urban League heads and people in, at the grassroots, people working on different things. It turned into something and then nothing like it came and it went. Right. It was a you know, it was a book. Um, so we've seen these frameworks, these contracts, these other things in the past. I like his. I don't like the education missing from it. 
I mean, there, there's a part of his his contract that deals with Hollywood actors getting fair equity, and you don't have nothing in it about education. K twelve says it's line. It's like two sentences. Mandatory civil rights and anti racism classes in all elementary schools. Yeah, that was will it. Write the textbooks and curriculum adopted for these. Uh, black scholars will write books and curriculum adopted for these classes. So I, I don't know if you're saying that as like, like a correction sense. of what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is that's not an education plan to me. I mean, I don't know. Like no, maybe not, that's good for it's you. Not, it's, not, it's not a yeah, correction. So, it's just yeah. he's he's not saying it like it's a correction, bro. He's saying what he well, wrote. Why you why you jumping in and talking for the doctor? He finished his dissertation, bro. Hey, you coming for me? And, I, and that's cool. I'm good with that. Me and my dissertation coaches are working at my speed, and I'm good with that. Hey, listen, so what I'm going to say is this, right? What I liked about the plan is I like the criminal uh, the, the criminal reform aspect of the, of the plan. And so he mentioned about lynching and making that a federal hate crime. Shit, we can't even get the Senate to do that. So I think that, you know, something as simple as saying that lynching a person is a federal crime is a misnomer for me because, I mean, it's just something that just should have been done hundreds of years ago. He says free nonviolent offenders incarcerated 10 years or longer who have five verifiable write-ups and the write-ups can be challenged given the due process. Free all prisoners for uh, marijuana possession. Shit, marijuana is, is legal in... A lot of states now. So we should be thinking about the people that are locked up in jail that caught their second strike from a, a marijuana cigarette. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We absolutely mm-hmm. should be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, eliminate laws establishing mandatory minimums. That's uh, undoing the crime bill that Joe Biden has uh, has just said that he he regretted. Right. So I think that should have been a that would have been a really good conversation piece. And then uh, eliminating um, three strike laws. I mean, hey, it sounds pretty logical to me. And um, yeah, and so and that, that's where I'm at with that. That's that's the part that that I wanted to focus on. But yeah, jump, jump, jump in. Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, I wanted to jump in really quickly. So a couple of things, um, you know, Ice Cube has worked with, um, you know, several folks in the community it may not be approved by the white liberal left or the white conservative right. But he did work with Dr. Claude Anderson. Uh, and he worked with Antonio Moore and Yvette Carnell. Now, I know that there are certain, these are just a few of the people that I'm aware of that he worked for. He hasn't like named the full team of people that he worked for. But Dr. Claude Anderson is very respected uh, in a huge swath of our community. Now, white liberals don't like him. Conservatives don't like him. Like he's not like uh, approved <laughs> uh, leader. Right. But but who who approves our leaders like he doesn't have to bow down. I mean, I, I looked at uh, Roland Martin's interview and uh, sister on there said, well, you can't jump the line. Excuse me. Jump the line. What is this about? Is this a competition for who represents black people? Yes. The other thing. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's it's, what it feels like. You know, yeah. And, you know, but the other thing. But the other thing that I want to highlight is this. That's elitism. This is BS. And the brother was was clear that he was activated like a whole lot of people. We ain't got no problem with anybody else being activated by George Floyd. But he was honest about that. He was honest about the fact that, right, I was activated by that moment. We had months of protests in this country after George Floyd was murdered. 
he was activated that here I am, I have a platform, you know, millions of people know who I am. I want to use it for good. I want to use it for black people. The other thing that I thought was telling in another interview that he did, and he said, I'm not just some rich N-word who just want to jump into this thing. I actually have family members who are working class, aunts, uncles, mm-hmm. right? Cousins. We we forget that, you know, he probably taking care of a bunch of people. And the other thing is we're in COVID. We know from the data that COVID has already sank even more black people who are already at the margins even further at the bottom. And so I think he he has every right to step up and say that he wants to do something about it. And he shouldn't have to stand in anybody's line, especially by people who are funded by white liberals, period. Okay, got it. Got it. But let me ask you this question, Zakia, on that point, that specific point. um, I mean, why Ice Cube? Right. Like why one dude? You know, uh, why not Jerome from M Street? Why why not anybody? And why alone? Like if we haven't learned. So so all I'm, I'm saying right now is about this one question. Why him? But what we have learned in black history is the moment you make a thing personalizable about a person you're starting to lose already because they will either kill that person or malign that person or take them out. So that's why people should move as teams. They should move as teams and they should share stages and say me and Diddy and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. All 18 of us. You can't make it about one of us. You can't make it about me. You can't make it this. This isn't the ice cube plan. This is the black agenda for America. And and Dr. Claude Addison, uh, Anderson out front, put him on the stage right out front. Say, like, I'm a scholar. I've been at this for years and years and years. I'm not some like lightweight. You're not going to brush this off. But why why individualism over collectivism? In I'm not advocating individualism. I'm absolutely a collectivist by nature. I, I, I'm always talking about the masses of black people. A part of that, Chris, you know about me is I'm always frustrated that even in the existing, quote unquote, civil rights uh, organizations, unfortunately, it a lot of it is about elitism. And we think mm-hmm. that there are certain mm-hmm. people who have been crowned as the representatives for black people and that nobody else should be stepping out outside of that line or you need to come and kiss the ring. That's BS. And I don't think Cube is like, I don't think he's making it about him. Other people are projecting that onto him. He's not making it just about him. But but at the same time, Chris, you have to realize that, you know, we live in a society that gives higher credence to certain people. Mm -hmm. And so he is Mm -hmm. using the bully pulpit of his platform, right, of having millions of followers on social media. We know that that your network is your net worth. The brother has a network. The brother has done well for himself. People have highlighted that here already. He knows a little something. People have been articulating him. I've been seeing people on Twitter, Avis and others, saying that he's stupid and he's dumb. You don't get to where this brother is being a dumb p- a person. He may not be an expert on all things, but just to dismiss him and say that he needs to stay in his lane is the most elitist thing that I've ever seen. And it's also indicative of why the current civil rights movements have been a complete failure when it comes to the masses of black people. Otherwise, how do you explain the continued 
opportunity gaps for our children? How do you explain the fact that black people continue to sink lower and lower on the economic ladder? Something mm. is wrong. Charles, jump, jump into you, Charles. Well, I, I, I was going to go quickly on this and... and because just a quick story, I know somebody who's very, very smart, who cares about black people in education and spent and raised money to fly out a bunch of black people, very smart, a bunch of doctors. Right. And he had a plan and said, this is the plan that I want to move on. And I just need y'all help to add to it so we could put it out. Uh, you all know who this brother is, too. His name is Chris Stewart. And the reason the point that I'm making is, is that I've tried to do collective things before and Chris has tried to do collective things. That's why I was even when you said that, I was like, let me jump in there because you did this to spend time and money to get people there. And then it still didn't turn into the thing that I need to go. You had to go and build stuff on your own. And then once people start seeing it moving, then everybody want to get on the train. Now everybody want to kind of rock with it. That was the only thing. The only point. I don't think he wants to move solo. Uh, I just think that sometimes it's a lot of people that do a lot of talking. And then, you know, and you would just be waiting forever. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, that, that was just that piece. Um, go, go ahead, Ray. Good brother. No, cue it. All right. So this is the second video of, that Cube did on his, on his tour with the homie and a citizen of the show, uh, Dr. Bryce. Dr. Boyce. Boyce Love him. Yes. <laughs> Boyce Watkins. I mean, the process for me is the way I go and the way I lean. And um, to me, it's, it's time for us to deal with issues that affect us only. Um, you know, when you hear the word minority, there's a lot of other people included in that. And sometimes we get left out, even when they say minorities, uh, we're left out. So I wanted to be um, very specific let let people know this is a contract to help black America. And when you help black America, you help all of America. Um, it's called showing up the weakest link. Uh, and we're not weak people, but they've made us economically weak. You know, they've made us uh, politically weak. And so, um, you know, it's really time to shore that up and and, and become strong. And, and I think other communities will benefit off of us, um, you know, fixing our situation. So I just think it's very important for us, not just me, but, but all of us as black people to not worry about what's going on with everybody else's problems right now. We got to deal with our problems and fix them. And we have to be laser focused on that. And so, um, to be honest, I really don't, uh, I ain't gonna say care, but I'm not concerned when people don't get it. You know, I'm more concerned with the people that get it. Um, you know, I'd rather have a few moving in the same direction than a bunch, you know, moving all different directions. So um, more and more uh, black people are realizing that we have to worry about us at this point in time. Hey, so so my takeaway from my takeaway from that is that there's no way that you 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 come up with a thought like that and people can call you stupid. Like there, there there's no way. Like there the amount of intellect that that he put forth in that very statement right there shows you that he knows exactly what he's talking about. But his argument is not popular to people that are black. It should be popular to people that are that are black. Yeah. Don't get me. Started. What, do you, what do you mean it's not popular to people that are black? Who's who's not? What's not popular? 
Bro, I think black people agree with everything in that contract. What so? And then you look at Twitter, and he's getting dragged on Twitter. He ain't getting, he's getting dragged. Right? He's getting dragged because of celebrity shit. He ain't getting dragged because black people disagree with racial justice or justice in the plan. If you took his name off of that, that. yeah, the masses the of black people. If you took his name off of it and showed that to the masses of black people, do you agree that this should happen? This these mm-hmm. points, whatnot. Black people would be like, "Why do you even ask me this dumb shit?" Of course, I agree with that. Yes, it makes sense. But this is this is the problem with celebrity shit. Right. Celebrity shit gets gets us all mixed up and whatnot. And this is why I asked the collectivism collectivism question. What was the process of putting a thing together? What was the process of bringing people together so that you would have many voices saying the same thing rather than it coming through a figurehead of any sort or any of the celebrity shit? Because we know what Twitter does. We know what celebrity does. And I can guarantee you, if anybody on this podcast right now disagreed with what was in his plan, then his celebrity would be an issue and he wouldn't be getting any benefit of the doubt if he was pushing some other bullshit like some other celebrities are pushing mm-hmm. you know right so this comes down to do you do you like a person because or do you like what a person is saying because if you don't like what a person is saying he would be getting none of he'd be getting dragged by some other ones and loved by some others and then they would be fighting each other and even Boyce like listen I love Dr. Boyce Dr. Boyce is amazing he's independent he can't be fired he's everything we want to be at the same time when he was talking about this issue, he met with both Kanye and Ice Cube, right? And he he openly said, I didn't have the same experience with Kanye that I had with Ice Cube, right? And I don't mess with Kanye. Like, I didn't mess with him anymore after that meeting that I had with him. I thought it was worth it. Seemed like he was independent. He went and met with the president. He did his thing. So even he is saying that with this celebrity shit, you know, you got to be watching out for which is, you know, who is who and which which one is which, right? Um, he did also call black folks who were coming after Ice Cube coons. And this oh, is where I think did. who said Boyce, Boyce, did. Boyce did, yeah. <laughs> and this is where I'm like, like at the end of the day, we all gonna be coons to somebody one day. Because, like, you know, this is this is Dr. King's thing about an eye for an eye. Like, you know, if you're just handing out coon cards all the, all over the place, whatever, and everybody is now ice cubes a coon. No, 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 no. Ice cube's not a coon. The people. The 90 percent of black people who vote for Democrats are the coons. They're on the plantation. They're just stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Right. Um, See, my bottom line is I can make almost everybody call somebody a coon at some point. Both black folks, Ice Cube, white folks, everybody on the left and right asked the question why so many black people vote for Democrats. And I don't. uh, uh, I'm not beholden to Democratic Party. But I do think it's awfully odd that even some of our own people think it's because they're stupid. Hey, you just I'm stupid people stupid. I, just, <laughs> like, I, I think we all should do that. I think Reef. we should just make a rule. Call stupid people stupid, but Reef. don't call everybody stupid. Reef, jump in here and clean this up for your boy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> listen, I, listen, it's hard to clean up stuff, especially when you agree with it. You know, I may say it differently, but you know, I, I think at the end of the well, day, say it differently then. I think at the end end of the day, I think it goes back to strategy. Like, I'm not cool with people just, you know, like calling him coon, attacking him as if he's that uh, uh, the Owens lady, the the Candace Owens. Right. Like you bringing him heat like he's Candace Owens or something Mm -hmm. like that's that's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Like that's silliness. Mm -hmm. And as you said, people haven't read anything and anybody could have put this out. Right. Like anybody could say, like, hey, here are the things that need to happen 
you know, um, and yeah, you could flesh more things out or whatever. But like, that's what people are doing all the time. That's what we blog about. That's what we talk about. Right. Like, but because of, of who he is mm-hmm. and, and where he is, like, that's where a lot of the, you know, you know, the acid is being thrown, um, you know, his way. I think the other part is the strategy. I think some people are frustrated, uh, you know, and calling them names, which I still think is inappropriate, but like, because of the strategy, as you said, Chris, like him going with a group of folks, right. And saying things, saying things, I think it's like, like with P Diddy too, but they both had I statements a lot, you know, you know, in their, in their conversations, in their interviews. And that, you know, that, that piece I think is what's missing from the the sophistication of being in that space. There mm-hmm. are people in our community who've been in this kind of fight, who, who know how to do, you know, you may know how to do that piece of game, you know, the, the rap game, the, the business wise, but this is also politics is, is another level. It's another animal. Right. And it, especially if you say like, Hey, I just started getting involved in politics a couple months ago. And now like I'm jumping forefront, like, yes, they may kind of co-opt that in, in different ways. But one thing I would just add, last thing I would add is like, this reminds me, Cole, of that piece we wrote a long time ago, right? And some people were upset that we wrote that, but we basically said like, okay, 45 got elected, even countries when they're having war, somebody's pitching a tent mm-hmm. and talking, right? right? Even while That's everybody right. is like, like is, we're right. getting That's it right. in, like we are like right. going mau-mau on people, there's still somebody right. in back channels having right. conversations with the enemy. And people got it like that's another group of unsophisticated thinking. If you think Thank that you. doesn't we happen. don't understand that. That's right. right. That's right. Hey, right. Go on, Charles in here, then we go to Zakia, then we're moving on. Yeah, I mean, that was the point. I mean, Howard Fuller and I wrote an article in addition to what me and you did together too, Sharif, right? Just around like, look, 45 is in office. We still got to keep fighting for education. Here's the one thing I'll say, right? Ice Cube is not Kanye West and he is not Candace Owens. And again, mm-hmm. We're talking about somebody who went and started. Everybody been talking about we need a basketball league. We need a basketball league. He went and did it like he went and built a basketball league with NBA players. Right. Like judge people off the fruits that they bear. And then you get I'll at least listen to you. I may not agree, but I'll listen to you. And what you got and what we experienced was like these people, man. And we got to stop doing this Twitter market intellectualism. You have like and Twitter market intellectualism is people that look at comments and sees what's trending and don't go read nothing. And they just go comment. Right. And this is what I'll say about the collectivism versus going out by yourself. I brought up Chris because Chris is somebody who I love, who I look up to and who activated me in a lot of different ways. Chris brought people together and said, I want to build this and go out there together. But guess what? When Chris puts out that plan or builds that by itself, somebody's going to say, well, he should have went with people. Well, he tried. Right. right? right. Came later. So we don't actually no, know. That's, that's not what they're going to do, Charles. You know what they're going to do. You what? know what the truth is. They're going to hate on you, right? No, you no. Know? They're not going to do that either. Now, let's be real, because you know some backroom shit. I'm mm-hmm. going to be real for a minute. I'm just, go ahead. Go, I mean, somebody, go. somebody will fly on my dime to those meetings mm-hmm. and get together and take the plan. And go two, of them, two of them will take the plan back to their masters and tell them what we're plotting. Mm. Yep. Two of them will take the plan back to a funder and tell them it's their plan and try and get funding. And and another one will get the funding and do the thing. And I won't care if it came out of my meeting and they wouldn't stole it and went and talked to one of their boys with money and they made it happen. I'll feel like good at night knowing at least a damn thing happened because it ain't about me. But you know that the, the truth is you've been in several of those meetings. That's exactly. what happens. And, That's and, what happens. But the point right? I'm making is, is that we don't know. Like I. We don't know if Cube had people around him. And I'm not even mad at him on the education piece because I'm glad he didn't venture into waters that he didn't understand. Right. I'm glad mm-hmm. that people like Zakia reached out. And if he's smart, he'll reach back out to those type of people to build that out. So he don't sound like a dumbass. So, again, 
all I'm saying is us as black people, right? Like if 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 it took for Ice Cube to do that and now you changing your vote, then you was probably a weak minded person too. That's true. Right? <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so I'm gonna give yep. more credit. I'm gonna give us more credit, and I'm gonna just say. If somebody that's constantly stood on their principles, I can at least listen to them. And then you can do what the five of us are doing. We don't all agree right now, but we are having sensible debate. And the end goal is how do we help black people? And we might have different ways to do it, but Mm -hmm. stop falling for this Twitter market intellectual bullshit and go read. And finally, just here's a good book. It's on King. Everybody like to talk about King or whatever the case is. King had to meet with a man by the name of Lyndon Baines Johnson. And he got called every name in the book as well. Right. But now we celebrate all the legislation that happened during that time. And you know what else happened? He broke from LBJ on, on Vietnam. Like some people can sure and do the, leadership requires you to lead. Right. And sometimes leadership, right. you got to talk to people that you don't like. And it mm-hmm. also means that our side needs to step up. I would have loved to see somebody from the Democrats actually step up and say, no, no, that's actually not what happened. We talked to Cuban. We did tell him that we should wait. But I do want to engage with that person. And all this nonsense would have been avoided. Ain't heard it yet. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, that, that's just my piece. I just I, I'm just trying to lead with facts because everybody is trying to talk like they super smart and ain't nobody read a damn thing. So I just want to say I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate this whole conversation. I actually did read the contract with Black America. I'm happy to say that I read it when he released it in July, which is why I, tw- I commented on his Instagram. Hey, you need some help on the education. Holler at me. Right. Um, I didn't know that, you know, this was all going to blow up. But I want to cor- since we're talking about facts, I want to correct a few things or just not necessarily correct a few things, but put them out in the atmosphere here. Number one, the brother said that the contract with Black America is not final. He said it is an evolving document, meaning that he is welcoming people to critique and to help him develop out this document to be more expansive. That's mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I think, uh, you know, that is important and I just lost my uh, train of thought, but I'm going to go to something else. When that come back, I'll bring it up. The other I, thing, no, I hate when that happens. <laughs> the other thing um, that this is, has to be in the context is this overall pathologizing of black men that we're also seeing on social media, um, particularly by some academics. And they have been called out by other academics. And for those of us who listen to Greg Cox, shout out to him. He called them out as well because we can't have that, y'all. I have been pushing back on these caricatures of uh, how black men are. I've been pushing back on this idea that black men are defective, that certain black men are just conservative. And one of the things that I pointed out, and Chris is going to love this. <laughs> one of the things that I which means out, I ain't going to love it. But keep going. <laughs> is that there was a, um, in 2019, when the primary, uh, earlier this year, when the primary was still happening, there was a poll done between Bernie Sanders Sanders and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I hate it already. I know, right? <laughs> but this idea that black men are conservative, black men hate LGBT people, this idea that black men hate women rights is mm-hmm. bullshit. And I did, I'm sorry, I have to call that out. Mm-hmm. You know, this it's, again, it's the left wing character caricaturism that is indicative of a lot of the, it's really what a, a lot of right wing people are saying, but you have woke academics who have PhDs 
who hang their hats on these things and get paid by white liberals. We got to name that. That's also happening to Cube right now. There was an entire article written in USA Today uh, by a suspected white supremacist who captured uh, Twitter, uh, a screenshot of Twitter uh, where there was some black woman calling Ice Cube the N-word, but it was written by a white author who had also written some other problematic things, particularly about black men. There's a Mm. theme here. There's a theme here. And so one of the things that I think that is important is that we think about this in that kind of realm as well, is that we want to uh, delegitimize. We want to caricature and just say that they don't matter. They hate LGBT people. They hate women and they hate all of these other progressive ideals. Well, then how do you explain that 69 percent of black men said that they would pick Bernie Sanders over Trump when only 56 percent of black women in that same poll said that they would pick Bernie Sanders? Ooh, what? Do you what? feel that? Mm. And I got I didn't what? hear that one. I didn't hear that one either. Okay. And and here's the thing, and this is mm. what Chris and I argue about mm. all the time. Mm. Many black men in this country are economically castrated. And the reason why mm. they picked Bernie mm. is because they identified with his economic policies, period. It's not that black men are hoteps and they hate women and they hate LGBT people. They are looking for an economic leg up. Okay, but you're doing a lot in that argument. Hey, He's just oh, in this oh, wait, one wait, way. Wait, 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 real quick. Real wait, quick, real quick, real quick yeah. Y'all can talk about this at work tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, so, she said a lot. She said a lot that yeah, I think people are interested in too. While we still have this plan up before we move yeah. to the next topic, I want to focus on this plan. And so, what you'll see is you'll see uh, in, in uh, the component of the plan that talks about black opportunity and representation, it's actually pro Democrat. He's saying that. Reform gerrymandering, reform gerrymandering. Uh, districts cannot be designed to minimize the impact of the black vote. That's pro-democratic. And then when you say, uh, when he says more polling sites in minority and black neighborhoods, man, you see what's happening in Milwaukee. You see what's happening in Georgia right now with these people having to wait in long lines like it's civil rights time. That's pro-democrat, right? And so for people to come out and say that, you know, he's on somebody's side, he told you he wasn't on nobody's side. And he told you that this is a working document. A working document means that anybody from either side that comes in and does things that are going to benefit black folks can are welcome to add to the document. And so, yeah. I, all right, Chris, go ahead. Well, I mean, I thought Zaki was making a point that is that a lot of people want to know about, though, is, uh, like he is being caricature, I think, in a black male way about in ways that that people don't see black uh, males as being a continuum of different uh, different ideas and thoughts, whatever. But I mean, there's there is this questions that keep going around about like why Trump's black male support has now swollen to like 18, 19 percent. And that is like a mystery of all mysteries. Like there is no good, like Not kind really. of no good, e- e- easy explanation. I mean, where you were going is different than that because what most people say about that is, is that there are more black conservative people than people think that, that generally black people do in a lot of ways, tend it's crime, Bill. Tend, it's tend, crime. that has them, has them going to Trump. I think that's a part of it. How the Democrats literally have them. I don't care who get mad. The Democrats literally have the mass incarceration ticket and they wonder why black men don't want to vote for him or black men are voting for Trump when he signed the First Step Act. Y'all want to act like a lot of black people, at least in the federal prison system, has not been let out of jail. 
That's a reality. I know several people personally who have been let out uh, uh, with that first step act. Y'all might not like or know Van Jones, but even Van Jones, who works in that space, caught a lot of hell for giving Trump, uh, you know, kudos for signing the damn bill, right? So I, I so you think that's driving more support? Van Jones should catch hell. He should, but you think that's driving more <laughs> blackmail? So, I mean, like, listen, I'll agree with you on the. I mean, he's so first of all, all the last several four or five presidents have signed a variation of liberalizing the the bad crime bills from before. So if, if we're just being real, and we wanted to go down that path. We could and just say Obama did and Bush did. And you just keep going back and and, and they, they were trying to erase some of what happened under Clinton. So that, that's just a fact. And what what Donald Trump did was not monumentous. It wasn't like, like, yeah, so, so, so a couple of people benefited, people get any, any, it's just like Obama. It's the same thing. But it's not just like Obama because I, I I think Donald Trump, okay, for letting two people out of jail, but he's also celebrating getting a hundred more in to replace them. Right. So so same thing. Yeah. he He loves, he loves, he loves him some police enforcement. Hey, yeah, and you he know loves him he, some heard. police officers. He loves a police state the and police officers. Oh, Joe Biden no. is on record saying he don't want to defund the police. And that's, that's my problem. That's my problem with all these I arguments. Def- I don't want to defund the police either. Right, neither do I. And neither does anybody. <laughs> Nobody really does. Nobody I really do. does. People talk about that shit. There's like three progressives. Thank you, Sharif. Thank you, Sharif. Like, yeah, Shereen. I don't think anybody do. really wants it. I want to demilitarize the police. No, and they need to the team, it. You know, whatnot. But, you know, they don't need all that money. Hey, hey, well, all that money or some, are you talking about like, there should be no police? Do you know and that demilita- You can demilitarize somebody and they still have yeah. your, their Thank knee you. on your neck. All right, look at Charles. Go ahead, Charles. Defunding doesn't yeah. mean getting rid of the police. It means taking money and allocating it. Thank appropriately. you. I was a social worker. We did, we had to do co-training with police officers because police are, they show up on scenes. I work with kids with special needs. They train to shoot, stop, center mass. They train to like eliminate the threat. We were mm-hmm. trained to go in and like, yo, what's going on? Oh, this kid has special needs. So it doesn't mean get rid of police. It means make, make sure that you are able to also have appropriate figures in those spaces so police can focus on what you need police to do, which is apprehend people with guns and stop violence and whatnot. We, it's, it's horribly named, but it is horribly named. It is horribly named. I like that. I agree with that. Let me piss some people off and then we're going to go to Reef. Right. So talking about this, this, this uh, 1994 crime bill. Right. All right. Joe, Joe Biden was the author of the crime bill. But let's not forget about the people that were in your church, the people that were in your neighborhoods, all of these black folks that were in cr- the black legislators that were crying for this crime bill. So it wasn't just a, a white orchestrated thing. Fair. There were black people that wanted that crime bill. And that's not and, fair. Right. What are you talking about? It's not fair. It happened. That's not fair. Is it, is it, is it, is it not a fact? Is it not a that fact? All black people refer to crime bill. I just posted a video today of Jesse Jackson. We're gonna get and to I that. know a lot of people here may not like the NOI, but mm-hmm. the NOI was also against that they are the largest black nationalist organization in this country. We're not going to erase the nation of Islam. They warned against the crime bill, said it was a bill to criminalize black people. So not okay. all black people. I didn't were say, I didn't crime. say, and I didn't never said all black people. And no one says all black people. The black black mayors, the black mayors, the black caucus, the black mayors, the black Thank you. Yeah. Okay. But the people who are representative of the black masses were not for it. Okay. 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 But Bernie signed it. Bernie signed it. 
Facts. Yes, Game while over. he signed it. Hey, Game over. Listen, this white man ain't perfect. If that white man ain't perfect, then Biden ain't perfect. Oh, and so I forgive Biden. Biden, 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 Biden is not for Medicare for all. Biden is not for housing for all. We're not going to make you, that you, Biden hey, so, and so, Bernie on, are wait. the same. Let's, 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 let's take this Medicare for all uh, uh, thing that you're talking about here. Is that in the I got to pay for that shit. I'm the one that's got to pay for that. I don't want to pay for that. Pay for what? For Medicare for all. Well, I'm okay if you pay for it. Because yeah. people, I think that's a shame, brother. Why yes. wouldn't you want to pay for Medicare for all? You paying for all these wars that's happening. You paying for all this drone technology that's happening. Why you paying I'm for all this so, money so, that goes over to other countries? So Why wouldn't you want to pay for Medicare? Here's my for goal. All here's my goal, Miss Sakia. Here's my goal. My goal is to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars. A year. <laughs> That's my goal. That's my goal too. I want to be president. That's my goal. Ray, I can't do nothing else while I'm holding this video. So do yeah. you uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Run it, okay. run it. <laughs> hey, so we're transitioning on. We're gonna talk about Diddy. And um mm. Here's the thing with Diddy, right? I don't trust him. I don't trust anybody that uh, that disbanded Total Day 26. Oh, Black Rob. Yeah, yeah, Total. Carl Thomas, especially. Oh, Who the hell don't miss Carl? Tar- I miss Carl Thomas. <laughs> right, yeah, sorry. You're talking of your own video. <laughs> Clear on that. You, you, you not- Let me start it over. I'm an independent, first of all. When I vote, I try to do what's best for my community. Let's let's be clear on that. You you you're not you're not standing behind your decision to hold your vote anymore. You want people to go out there and vote. It would be irresponsible of me to um, have us hold our vote hostage. Mm-hmm. But it would also be irresponsible of me to just let this moment go by. The world is watching, and not do everything I can to make sure that going forth that we are part of the narrative, mm-hmm. that we own our politics. Um, and so I'm launching one of the boldest movements that I've ever launched. And it's called Our Black Party. Okay. It's time for us to have our own black political party unapologetically. Because right now, if you look at the debates, we're not even a part of the conversation. Not at all. We're not a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. We don't have any political power. We don't have any political leverage. And so we started Our Black Party um, with some young, fearless black activists, elected officials, and I've stepped up and put the money behind it. Mm-hmm. This is the 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 biggest threat and the the only option that we have right now, as far as making a change, taking our own self responsibility and accountability to be educated and empowered with our vote. So what's the goal for our, our Black Party? Our Black Party's number one goal is to unify behind a Black agenda. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. You could be a part of the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, you could be an independent, but if you're Black, you wasn't born Republican, you wasn't born Democrat, you wasn't born independent, you was born Black. Mm-hmm. You was All born right, so Black, right? Let's jump in here, man. What's y'all's thoughts? Listen, I mean, for one, uh, um, you know, seems to be more people engaged, you know, uh, and uh, I the first thing I when you started playing this, I'm like, did what 
did him and Ice Cube talk? Like, could that been part of the Thank uh, you, brother. Thank strategy? You. Like Jesus. behind the God scenes, damn. like, Thank like you. to me, that's just like the simple, like the simple basic Coast, part of West organizing. Coast. Yeah, that's bring right. this together. Organizing, another, yes. Other thing, like what they're saying is, I mean, it's not said in the same way, but it's a variation of the ballot and the bullet. <laughs> like, it's a variation mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. It's saying like, yo, they keep telling you they. You know, they keep telling making your promises and breaking or not even making promises, just saying, yo, get that vote up in here. You know, they be like, it's like, you know, you're one of them old pimp shows. B, y'all better have my vote. You know what I mean? Like that's this joint is crazy. Like, let's get some organizing behind the scenes. That's, that's a democratic tagline right there. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey Breezy, uh, I'm sorry, yeah. C straight, jump in here. No, I mean, like, listen, first of all, Diddy was looking a little quarantined. I just want to say that. I just want to put it out there in case we weren't all like recognizing that. (laughs) Um, But as he's talking, I'm thinking like, this is what I like. I like parties. I like starting collective things where, you know, you're bringing people together. This is organizing one on one. If you got all this type of money, like we weren't we learned from Malcolm and we learned from Martin and we've learned over time from even Farrakhan and others when it's about you and your name. That is the first trick of the devil to be able to marginalize you, kill you or take you out of the game and stop your movement. We even learned that we learned that with King. We learned it to some extent with Jesse Johnson. We learned it with Marion Barry and all these other folks where they will come after you. But but Sharif was the thing that, you know, they say, you know, you might who's it, Fred Hampton. You can jail the revolutionary, but you can't jail the revolution. Mm-hmm. Right. I just think I'm not a killed revolution. I'm not actually against any of any of these things going on. I think they're all good. I think it would be great if you could put them in a blender and make sure that there was connectivity between them. Because to me, the power is in the connectivity. Yes. The collective. Yes. Right. Right. So for me, that's the only thing that's missing. It's not the plot points. They got they got the the plan. And they got the end with Zakia, you know, like with them adding K-12 education. And and even, you know, if they started a day one plan, first of all, we don't talk about black people from their day one, the day they're born all the way until they reach adulthood is something we're going to focus on rather than all this stuff that happens after you're an adult, which is something that always drives me crazy. If they got that part right and they connected with each other, I think we would be on to something. You know what? El Michelle Johnson has made several <laughs> weed smoking references. In this like, about like they had the biggest blunt ever. <laughs> I wonder when we, said, who did, we said, who did uh, uh, Ice Cube consult? She said he consulted a blunt. See, that's messed hey. up. That's hey. messed up. It may weed be is, true, weed, but is, weed is legal. Just Zakia, jump in here. <laughs> Some places. No, nah, so the Our Black Party, um, so I know several of those folks, uh, a lot of the people are from right here in the DMV. Several of the elected officials, Candace Hollingsworth is from Prince George's County. The brother Wes Bellamy is from uh, Virginia. Uh, and uh, Sister Leah, I met several years ago at a conference of the young elected officials. I was speaking on a panel. So I'm actually very connected to the people who are in leadership for the Our Black Party. And so they actually have uh, been coming together uh, around the same time the Cube did, but ain't nobody calling them sellouts. Um, several <laughs> months ago, no, seriously, they came together uh, wow. because we're not we're not being like they realize even as local elected officials, you know, in the larger uh, grand scheme of things, you know, our agenda and what's happening to black people uh, at the very local level is basically uh, invisible. 
uh, when it comes to national uh, discussions and national emergency kind of things when it comes to the Democrats. So I have a lot of respect um, for a lot of those people. As far as Diddy is concerned, you know, I think that a lot of the celebrities, again, they were activated by all of the things that's been happening this summer, like a lot of people have. And I think they want to just do something, right? I think they want to use their money towards, you know, something that they feel like that is going to advance, um, you know, the Black community at large. Diddy has actually been involved in education. I believe that he's been working with um, Steve Perry or other people mm-hmm. to build K-12 schools. Dr. Steve Perry, put some respect on that Black man name. Thank you. Uh, But yeah, Dr. Steve Perry. So, you know, Diddy actually is not necessarily new to this. He's he he does have a history of wanting to support and help black people. So I'm not here to like tell people to stand in line or that this is not the right way. I think we need more of this instead of less of this. I think we all should be getting on the same page. And I do think finally that uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not a fan of the um how do I say this? I'm not a fan of the go-to organizations that the DNC has contracts with to uh, shepherd black folks to come and vote for them uh, 98% of the time in every election. And then we turn around and continue to have their benign neglect policies, no matter if it's local government, state government, or even federal government. No other community, and I have to say this, no other uh, subgroup in this country votes that way but us and then expect a different result. I do think I agree. Matter of fact, I don't think I agree with Q when he said we need to be independent. Right. We need to be able to negotiate if we want to do that, because I know there's some people who are off the grid and leave these people alone. They always anti-black. That's fine. I get you. I'm rocking with you, too. But for those of us who want to participate in this system and are participating in this economy, we need to use leverage and putting all your eggs in one basket. My grandma always told me, don't ever put all your eggs in one basket. And for the last 50 plus years, that's exactly what black people have been doing. I love when we can make grandma references. Hey, Charles, jump in here, boss. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm just listening. I think, you know, my biggest thing, and I want to just say this, because y'all are listening to a black podcast by people who said, who was not getting a shot, that people wasn't necessarily listening to. And we knew the conversations were happening, but they weren't happening in these places because everybody else was trying to get on. So they wanted to say the right things that make white people feel comfortable. And we started this and then people came. And I, so that's why I have to be connected to, to what Cube is doing. Like I have my own shows outside of this, right? Where it's like, I need to build my lanes. And I'm going to say this again, like I always say, if my liberation, my freedom, is dependent on white people or racist people no longer being racist, then kill me now. Like if I got to just, if I have no agency over what I can do or what I can do for my people, then take me out because I don't want to play that game. But if I can make myself valuable in different ways, independently doing what I need to do, and then I can partner with people and do certain things, then that's called being strategic. There are some people I'm going to name that people don't like, but I'm going to name them because they've helped us and we want to actually act like they didn't. The Koch brothers. I'm not a big Koch brothers fan, but guess what you wouldn't have without their money? HBCUs, many of them. Somebody else that got called to sell out a lot, right? Is um, Zakia, we was talking about this earlier. Um, um, Jesus, Booker T. Washington, right? Booker T. Washington was a slave, man. And when he came out, he knew how to like maneuver and navigate. And he made the white people feel, he lulled them people to sleep and made them think he was stupid. And then he went on to help build 500 black institutions, many of which that are still here. Come on. You got to have a strategy. 
right? The Koch brothers, people think that those people are, are, are Republicans. They're not. They're libertarians, actually, right? They actually have no emotional investment on either side of that aisle, mm-hmm. except for re- keeping their family's name and hiding their money and doing what they need to. It's about power. Now, just because I said they name don't mean I agree with everything that them crackers do, because I don't. And I really... Oh. And I really about them, right? The point that I'm making is, is that we got to stop moving off emotion and trying to get likes in the moment. And what's the actual strategy? You better preach, Chris. Kids. No, no, no. That's for the record. Chris didn't find nobody in For the record, that is Dr. Charles Cole called the Cole. Cole Brothers, if you are listening, and my application to be one of the brothers is still live, I don't call nobody no goddamn cracker on this goddamn show. That is Dr. Charles Cole calling you a cracker. Give me the screen. I'll stand by myself on this one. Give me the full screen. Take everybody off, right? That's right. Give it to this brother. My my liber listen, if I got a partner with certain people to save my family and the people listen, I had both my parents was in and out of jail, man. So that stuff do hit different when it's Kamala Harris and we talking about prison and all this, that, and the third. That's right. My parents in jail, but guess what? I'm still voting for them because I don't like Trump, but I'm being strategic. And as soon as that win happens, then I'm gonna be on her too. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be on Biden too, right? Like we gotta stop thinking just for tomorrow and think but about Charles, how are you making that happen? How are you making that work? I'm gonna tell you. So so the way you know what let, just let me just like specifically you and Zakia agree a lot I think on this stuff but you gonna vote Democrat let me tell and you, you are a de- you're the only Democrat on this podcast yeah so it's ironic I am not a Democrat yeah, you, Charles Charles is the only Democrat yeah on this yeah. on and this I, entire and I, podcast and and y'all to agree a lot but you're the only Democrat on this podcast yeah and I so here's how I'm doing it right so one thing that I'm trying to do in Oakland is I, I help start a pack right I don't play in the pack game. I don't play in those things, right? And we were able to get some money from some billionaires of people like these billionaires control you. Get it, get it. And what I said was in my neighborhood, when you're able to take somebody else's money to invest in your dreams and your goals, that's called being a hustler. Not a hustler the way white people think of hustler, but in black in black culture, that's something that we actually look at when you can find people's money and do those things. That Michael Bloomberg don't know me from a can of paint and don't care about nothing that I'm doing. And guess what? If the unions would have actually got behind the plan that we was trying to do to let black people have choices and options about the schools they had, then I would have took their money too. But the point is that I care about black people. And there's so many people that want to get a pat on the back today because most of the people that got shit to say got their money good already. Their families is already straight and they fight Ooh, in white schools and don't want to They don't want to be by your kids just like them white people don't want to be by your kids. So I'll do whatever I do because you got to think at least five steps ahead. And it's a lot of people that I'm telling you, man, these Twitter people are just trying to get like Blue check. And, that, and that's all that I'm saying. I'm not perfect, and none of these people perfect. But if y'all, I don't know if I got the answer there, though, bro. What, what the answer is is that I'm being strategic. I'm using everything at my disposal to do the best that I can for my people, and I may fail. But at least I'm trying. At least I'm trying something as opposed to being somebody sitting on the couch talking about what they would have did or telling what somebody else to do with their coins. So I'm I'm, I'm asking specifically about your Democratic vote, your vote for Democrats, because everything everything you just said, Democrats are against choice. They're against school choice. They're the main ones attacking you right now for the PAC work that you're doing. It's mainly Democrats attacking you. When you look at your parents and the problems that they had and issues that they had, it was mainly Democrats that were causing those issues and those problems. Yeah. So I'm still missing the boat on that because I agree with everything you're saying. Oh, yeah. And then you vote 
Democrat and then on, my, Democratic, you know, on a Democratic piece. Yeah. So when I helped start the Black Young Dems at East Bay and helped co-found the San Francisco Black Young Dems, it was a power play. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of black people that I didn't necessarily agree with at all times. But what we were trying to do, we built rules, right, like of not running against other black people or whatever the case is, because we wanted to get to a place of collective power. And then we could start to go and do what we needed to do. Right. And at the time, Democrats was the best apparatus in which to do that. Right. He in California, Chris, exactly. he got to be a Democrat. So in that, in that place, <laughs> and I don't know. And I, and I might end up independent sooner than later. Right. Yeah. Like if I'm being honest about it. But I'm sorry. Ray's going to take I, your space if you do that. But, I, 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 but I've been I've been quieter this time because I just wanted to, like, get some facts. in. But I'll tell you all the story. And it's, it's really personal for me. I helped. You know, we have the People's Literacy Fund. It's one hundred thousand dollars. And I'm giving straight to the community that, oh, well, also came from some billionaires somewhere that I don't know. Right. And Friday we went through round one and we got to name the first 10 people that should be coming out soon. And when I got off the phone man, I just cried, man, I don't, I didn't, I didn't expect it. I cried for five yeah. minutes because I was so fucked up when I was younger. And there's so many people that have been making speech after speech about what they're going to do and all this stuff, man. And I was in the fucking shelter, like messed up. So the fact Come that on. I gave $5,000 to some, to a family and a black mom that's trying to do the best she can. And she was smart enough to put literacy in the thing and make something happen. Then I'm going to do that. I'm going to use whatever I can, man, because about victory or Valhalla. For you that don't know that what Valhalla is, Valhalla is a mythical place that soldiers, when they get killed in battle, go. So I'm going to do my victory of Valhalla and I might fuck up and I might be a Greek soldier. Not not Greek. Those are Vikings. That's Minnesota. Minnesota's Valhalla. I live in Valhalla. And I'll I'll end it there. I'll end it there because I know I like to make jokes about how I'm on with it. But that's that's why. That's my strategy. It may not work, but that's the strategy that I employed. And if that doesn't work, then I'll think of something else. And then it'll be what it's going to be. Respect. Real quick, real quick. I want to double down on what my man just said, right? Mm -hmm. Because he's out in Oakland and he's not just talking that shit that y'all talk. Mm -hmm. Y'all like to talk a lot, right? But he's living it. He's He's living it. He's doing it, right? Mm -hmm. If you put money in people's hands, you putting Facebook messages out, soliciting people to come and tutor or whatever, you activating kids' agencies and you doing all the shit that my man is doing. Yo, shout to my homie, man. Give I him mean, his love. Give him his roses while he's here. Mm. Yeah, mm. man. Yeah, number but respect. Yeah. Period. I, like five minutes after, and I didn't know why, right? And it was just like, because, man, it's like so many people. Hey, that, black man could cry, yo. Black yeah, man could cry, God damn it. And this is the thing. That 100000 is a drop in a bucket. You know what I'm saying? It's a drop in a bucket for so many people, but it means so much to the people that are about to get this bread, right? So, you know, Chris, I might not be a Democrat forever. If, if, if the strategy costs me to do something else, then I'm willing to do it. But my allegiance first is to Black people and my people. This is what I'm, and, I'm noticing here. You know. And ironically, Charles, the reason why I'm not a Democrat is because my allegiance is to Black people first. But my experience is different because I was in Ohio. Right. You know, I I definitely have a personal experience I can share at a later time, but I'm not a Democrat or Republican. But because I put black people first, I realized at least in my experience, especially when it came to advocating for black children in K through 12 education, I couldn't get Democrats to move at the state level because they accept donations from the teachers unions. Right. I had it was the Republicans that passed the bill that we were pushing. So for me, I had to learn from a direct experience in policymaking that, wow, you know, everything ain't as black as white as the media or these civil rights groups like to purport to black people. 
Right. I can That's guarantee you, first hey. of all, Ray is not going to be a Republican forever because mm-hmm. I've noticed in the last few shows mm-hmm. he's starting to he, he's changing lanes a little bit. His Tesla is a little off. His Tesla's a little <laughs> his off. Tesla's he's hearing his, yeah, his Tesla's off a little bit. He's wandering lanes and, and Charles might be going a different direction too in the future. But I will say this much. Independent every, as far as I'll go. But you every, everybody on this particular broadcast who's on this screen right now and the majority of people in these comments right now, if we have been attacked for our politics or for our education platform or whatever within the last year, I can guarantee you 98% of the people doing the attacking of all of us have been Democrats. I'll just, I, just, I just won't put it out there and have called us, called us everything but the, a child of God, have uh, questioned our motives, have attempted to erase our lived experience have attempted to make all of our ideas and agency something that could be assigned to white masters somewhere else outside of us, uh, as if we are mindless drones with just a uh, agenda coming out of our mouth that we had no no idea how we got it, like implanted, like we're Manchurian Negroes, every one of us. And I can guarantee you, if anybody said that in the last year, that person had a D in front of their name, yep. not an R, not an I, not an L. So this has been an advertisement for the Libertarian Party where you are all welcome <laughs> to join me any day now. Because we don't call nobody, none of them names. We just want you to be free, bro. All Listen. y'all to be free. Reef, go ahead. Two two things. What? Wait a minute. He, he muted. Himself? He muted. He muted. Did he mute himself? Uh, I muted him. Yeah, I mean, what I was going to say is, you know, one, I like I what Chris said, I hear all of that. Yes. And I would say, you know, a lot of folks who uh, who have supported us would also have a have a D or maybe they they not Democrats and they say, hey, you know what? I vote Democrat because that is the the, you know, fastest lever or or the best level or at least somewhere where we could we can fight right like instead nobody's trying to infiltrate the republican party and and try to do work from that side right and so that's what i would say is that you know um and i i actually investigated libertarian you know back in the day when i was younger uh it was just certain things that i was like mm, i don't know if that aligns with uh you know what i what i believe in as far as like the community and things like that but back to you know back to the original uh Stuart, come back on here, yo. Um, <laughs> back to, you know, original, like just around the strategy. I just the, the one thing that that, you know, with the with the Southern say stick on my crawl, like the, the piece that I'm trying to, you know, understand is like you're not going to get a concession from 45 with 20 something days left before the election. Right. But he could use that to say, oh, yes, like. I'm getting this, even though Cube is saying I'm not endorsing, I'm not endorsing anybody. 45 can still use that conversation as an endorsement, can can sell more lies about, oh, yeah, I'm going to do some of these things that that he says, whatever that platinum crap is, all of that. So I, I just think, you know, I wish Cube and, and, and all the rest of them were 
uh, we're together, that we're bringing this organizing in the front, that we're coming together as a whole collective. Like here are the folks that are, that are you know, on this, that are signing off, you know, like that uh, Declaration of Independence. It was a whole lot of signatures on that, John. Right. Like and I, th- I think the same thing. Those are the kind of things that we you know, we have to do. Hey, Reeve, I, I you know what I've noticed? Zakia, I'm, I'm going to put the spotlight on you, but I just want to, real quick. Hey, you don't function well without Chris. Chris is uh, my man, but I'm an independent black man, too, bro. Like, don't get it. <laughs> like, 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 you know, like, don't talk crazy um, because, you got, because you got the mute button. You know what I'm saying? I got a mute button, too, fam. <laughs> and it's right. You right up 95. Y'all are hilarious. Hey, hey come through. Pull my, up. My, my pull mute up. button, my mute button up. is, is, uh, is legendary. Strong, hey, huh? Pull legendary. up, old man. Pull up, old man. You better be in shape. <laughs> Are you? Are you? <laughs> no, I uh, I appreciate the clarity that we have on, um, you know, the current white supremacist uh, in this is my daughter, Asata. Uh, but I appreciate I the clarity that, that we have. I appreciate the clarity that we have uh, with the current white supremacists in the in the White House, but I just want to be clear that anti-blackness and racism is systemic. We cannot act like, and I see a lot of people doing this, act like racism is something new or is something that, you know, certainly it is more overt the last couple of years, but this idea that Trump is just the pinnacle of racism. I, I I can't tell you how angry I get when people say, oh, he's just the worst president in American history. Oh, wow. Even worse than the ones that actually own slaves? Like, really? Even worse than Andrew Jackson, who literally killed millions or thousands of Native Americans? Come on now. You know, we can't do the revisionist things. I want us to get clarity also about our relationship with the other party. Right. I want us to get the same kind of clarity that we have when it comes to Trump and the Republican Party. I need black people to get real clear also about a relationship with at least within the last 50 plus years, also with the Democratic Party. Again, I can't stress enough how much I agree with Cube on that one point. We should be independent and that our votes should count for something. Our votes right now still matter. The other thing that we haven't brought up is the demographic shifting. As we continue to have shifting demographics, you know, there we're already the second largest minority in the country, right? You know, so there is going to be a time where our vote is not going to carry the same amount of weight that it has in the last several years. We need to be having these real authentic conversations. And 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 we are not going to survive at the same level that we're ha- that that our community as a collective economically, socially, politically, educationally, everything. We are not going to survive if we don't make a a serious change. And that's what I agree with. And we have to get actual uh, policies and practices finally, right, changed. Or I think, you know, as a community, we really need to have uh, reevaluate our whole relationship with this country. But that's for another that's for another topic. All right. So real quick, I'm going to push back on your statement there. Right. So Donald Trump and I'm speaking as a member of the Republican Party is the worst president ever to be a president. So out of the 45 presidents, what's your metrics? What's your metrics? I'm going to explain. Give me a second. Out of the 45 presidents, he's the worst. And so we're looking at presidents that had slaves. But that was during a time in which slavery was happening. If slavery was happening right now, 
if slavery was so if Did slavery, you just have a qualifier I, oh, for enslavement? God, can I talk? I don't know. We might need to mute you. <laughs> All right, so then mute me then. But well, you and no, nobody can mute you for one. All right, so cool. So I'm gonna I mute know, everybody you see else. Saying, oh, I'm just mute me when he has the button. You see that? That's mute everybody else. But anyway, listen. So here, here's the, here's the deal, right? So I would I was I was gonna qualify qualify my statement with saying that he's the worst president in modern day history to eliminate the whole slavery piece. But I think that the things that he does is so bad in terms of the way he activates racism, right? The way that he has brought racism out to make it sexy, right? So like you got people that were once subtle racist that are now overt racist. I live in Trump country. I'm on Long Island. I see these trucks rolling around and whatnot. And I see myself on my morning walks, scared for my damn life and whatnot. And I'm pretty sure that there are people that were in, in history that were scared for their lives too when they went on walks. I have you, that feeling now. You challenging me and you scared of some, some Trumpsters up there, up in New York? Bro, bro I didn't say that I was Wait scared minute, was, of them. You're from Philly where a Democrat <laughs> sick the police on the move, right? Sick the Thank police, you. drop the bomb. So, so I, th- I, 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 I think that was, y'all don't was, y'all don't give this guy enough credit with, with how dangerous he is, and and and, and that's 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 I'm sad. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm but not was Ronald Reagan a, was Ronald Reagan a, a covert racist? I'm just trying to understand. Like, thank you. Was he covert, really? So you're saying that? Okay. All right. Hey, listen. So here's the beauty of this podcast. The beauty of this podcast is you have the right to your opinion. You have the right to your opinion, and I have the right to my opinion. That's right? the beauty. So, of like, it. I'm not gonna That's try to. I'm not gonna try to outdance you, bro. I feel like how I feel, and I'm pretty sure the people that are thinking and that are aligned with my thinking feel the same way. And you have the right to have those people that are aligned with your thinking to feel the same way as you think. It is what it is. For well, one, I, I mean, I think this was a beautiful episode, and I think that part of it was here's the thing, right? We got five people, black people that don't agree on the methods to get there, but we are all in agreement and in solidarity and our love for black people. And I think that that was just a really, really good conversation. And as being an education podcast, this is related in this because that is a labor of our love. Like we know that we have to make sure that education is there. So we don't keep making these same type of mistakes. So we do have critical thinking skills. So we don't just jump up propaganda when somebody puts something on Twitter and the way that, that white lady tried to use Ice Cube to boost up the Republican Party. And she, mm-hmm. she knew what she was doing when she didn't give out mm-hmm. the whole story. Yeah. You know, and I want, I'm not talking about them right now. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I thought Chris would be back in right now, but I think the point, but the point that I'm making is, is that I'm more focused on us. What are we going to do? What are we building for ourselves? What do our black institutions look like? Right. I've been looking for black think tanks for so long. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to build it. I'm just going to build it myself. I ain't got to know everything, but you can just take that first step. And that would be my final statement and message to everybody out there. You don't have to be perfect. Stop waiting on, on somebody to come. Nobody is coming to save us. Do the best you can with the information you got. And when you make mistakes, nobody saving it and move forward. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to be squeaky clean. Like there's a, so much racism in this country. And I'm not proud of everything I had to do to get ahead in life. I've seen some stuff, man, and been part of some stuff. But I'm going to try to put more good into this world than what I've taken out of it. And I invite you all to join me. And what, in the way that we do that is not by jumping on somebody like Ice Cube, who actually has, you know, you. reference in our community, is by 
analyzing and really deep and, and having critical thinking skills about what's happening around us. And we need to have a strategy. And some of those people are going to be having to be people that go into those rooms you don't want to go into. Some right. people need to be screaming crazy shit on Twitter. Some people we need to be ready to fight and shoot some shit up. And we need some other people that you will never see, but they behind the scenes working the numbers, man. It takes a full swath of people and we are all needed because we are 13% of this country, right? But we have no wealth. And Cube said this and ain't nobody talking about that. We 13.5% of this country and we got 0.5 points of the wealth in Thank it. you. That's so, it. So like, let's start, if you want to, if, if there's some shit you want to grab and Where's latch, the money? Where's the wealth? Yeah, so I mean, and this is okay, the you got a you got a final you got a you got a final coming up. I'm, I'm sorry, and, and and yeah, and I'll just end there. But I appreciate you all so much. I wish Chris was still on here, but I appreciate you all so much. I think you are amazing. I'm so glad that you got to come on and represent and uh, and, and Reef and Ray. I appreciate both of you and Ray. I actually, you know, I might not agree with your point. I feel like I was getting what you was trying to say, and I don't want to explain for you. But what I think I heard you oh. saying, and correct me. Just correct me because I want to make sure I heard you right. I think what you were saying was if this was the time of slavery, that Donald Trump would absolutely have slaves as well. I thought that's where you were absolutely. going. Absolutely. Um, don't worry. I, don't worry. I'm going to get there. I'm going to mute everybody on my final. Don't worry. I, I, uh, all right, Zakia. Is, I'm very grateful for all Zakia. of you. Zakia. No, this, um, this was a great conversation. I appreciate you all for inviting me into your sacred space. This was good. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, my final thought is, you know, for us to do what we need to do regardless. I, I'm also with you with prioritizing our own interests. I, I see a lot of times, you know, we are the moral um, bad carriers for the world, right? And I also think that, you know, when it comes to politics, we don't talk about wealth enough. We talk about all kinds of other issues, but we talk, don't talk about the reality of the fact that, our, according to Dr. Claude Anderson, our wealth is around uh, the same amount that it was when we were actually enslaved, because there were actually black people who were free during that time and some black folks who owned slaves themselves. And so our collective predicament, uh, according to some scholars, when it comes to wealth, has actually not changed. The vast majority of black people continue to work for white people and white corporations. Uh, you know, so I, I just think that we need to have some real talk, real discussions. And, you know, somebody um, said something about birtherism. I can't remember. I don't see it that way. It just is what it is. White supremacy and anti-blackness and permeates every institution in this country. So you can't get away from that. For people to somehow act like Democrats aren't just as racist as some Republicans, I think is a fallacy when you look at especially local government. Oh, my God. You know, local government, you know, where most of the in most cities where black people are Democrats control. And I don't think that that's botherism. That's calling out a spade. A spade it is what it is. The point is, how do we get past that? How do we leverage our collective power where we have the numbers to get what it is that we need? And I think that to me, where the conversation really needs to start. And where we need to be coming up with a, a unified plan uh, to to be citizens in this country, to get what everybody else, people who come here from other places and realize the American dream that so many of us, the descendants of enslaved Africans, have still yet to realize. That's it. Reef. Yeah. I, you know, again, Zakia, thanks. Uh, you know, thanks for coming on. You know, really appreciate, you know, uh, you adding you uh, know, your your perspective. Huh? No, go ahead. It was 
it was the background. Go ahead. Okay. Taking the videos down. Okay. Adding your perspective and and all of that. I 100% agree about, you know, there's no one political party that has a monopoly on anti-blackness. We've experienced it, you know, uh, you know, throughout the time in this in this continent. Uh, And what I would say is, you know, folks like uh, Cube and and Combs and anybody else, I'm glad to see that they're talking about about, you know, uh, politics and and what's going on. I still think strategy is, is the most important. You know, and how to do it, how we move, not just that we are going to move, but how we're going to move is, um, I think, is, is important. And you just got to be super cagey and super careful when, you know, you're messing with, with snakes, you know, because they will twist it. They will turn it around. And those are the things that you have to plan for and be prepared for. Um, and then, yeah, I agree with uh, with uh, Ray. Forty five is extremely dangerous. But guess who else is dangerous? Folks who act like they're friendly but they ain't your friends. The ones who act like they're friendly, as Malcolm said, and then pretend to be your friends, that's the most dangerous of them out there. So, glad to be here. All right, so so real quick, my final thoughts as, are this. So the first thought that I have is on uh, P. Diddy. Uh, Diddy, give Mace his masters back. He earned those. And so give him his masters back. That's the first thing, right? What? Second thing is, I want to know what total. I legit want to know what total was at. I listened to their second album the other day, and I think that if they did a third <laughs> album with collaboration with Missy, they had three with, albums with, with, with Monica. I think that some greatness can still be done with the total piece. Carl Thomas, Carl Thomas was dope. He, a lot of babies got made to Carl Thomas. Y'all, y'all talk about the other guy who we can't mention, who's incarcerated in a, a Chicago federal prison, but um. Carl Thomas is free. So look up Carl Thomas, right? Yeah, never heard of him. Right. Will do. And then so so it, but lastly, um Donald Trump is a racist. Ask ask the Central Park 5 if da, if Donald Trump is a racist. John, Donald Trump was in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, right? And he was making a speech. And he said, "Suburban white moms should love me because I'm protecting their neighborhoods." I'm undoing low-income housing that the Obama administration put in place. Who benefits from low-income housing? He don't want white suburban people living next door to black people, right? And so to me, that epitomizes the racism that I'm talking about. And so, no, it's not fair to compare him to people that own slaves. But I guarantee if Donald Trump had the ability to own slaves right now, even if he was ostracized, he would have slaves. That's the type of racist that I think Donald Trump is. So in order to clarify my point, slave people. I got talked over uh, four times. But anyway, you, it was a great show. You muted it our was, colleagues. It, talk about it, it, it was I got a, talked over. It was a great show. Good energy. Uh, and Zakir represented for him. Brightbeam was a part of the show. The, the sponsor was still here, bro. He's good. All right. So you guys have been listening to episode 84. Unusual politics. All right. Thank you for kicking with us. We gave you 25 extra minutes. Join that patron. Uh Patreon is right here at the bottom. And can't you see is the only total song worth halfway listening to. And I love that song. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, the, the rest of it is is you know, like stop. Stop. All right, let me let me do the business of our podcast real quick. Uh one second, uh Reef. Uh please can't you see. Jesus, stop. I don't know the rest of it, but what I remember that. Me? Yeah. 
So real quick, uh, if you enjoy what you heard today, uh, we depend on you all to help us spread these type of messages, right? So we need you to share this and share a message. Tell people why they need to listen. Um, and thank you so much for engaging with us. And we truly, truly appreciate you. I will let Ray go ahead and officially clear us. And then, uh, Zakia, anything you need from me, anytime you want to come back or do a one-on-one talk, I'm always down. So y'all enjoy y'all night. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecki, and Stuart. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at 8BlackHands1. Thank you for listening.